AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at AutoTrader.com slash finally it's easy. AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at AutoTrader.com slash finally it's easy. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. What's up? Welcome to Troubled Minds News. Happy Monday. How's everybody doing out there? And uh, let me fix this new setup here. All right. So, all right. This is this is the show where the conspiracy is the news. Am I coming through? Make sure everything's working. Test one, two. I think so. I think everything's working. What's up? I see you guys in the chat. How's everybody doing out there today? And uh, yeah, I mean, well, happy Monday. We got some news for you because per usual, right? There's news happening as, as always, right? If, if there's no news, the media will make up the news to make sure there is news. So therefore there always is news because of course, well, that's the conspiracy that is the news and welcome to troubled minds news. All right. So, uh, that's, that's what this show's about. The show's about getting together and, uh, and discussing well propaganda and the way that the, uh, the media actually handles these things and all the rest of that. So, um, this show started actually with a, another show another little show we do called troubled minds radio maybe you've heard of it and uh, we used to do a new segment on that show and uh, well it just became larger and larger started taking the whole damn show over so we're like well let's just do our own new show and here we are here we are all right so that's what's going on and as always uh, you guys know me I prefer the transparency as part of the process so I will uh, share all of my sources where I find this stuff and of course uh, you you will be able to call in if you uh, want to say I'm full of shit which by by the way, uh, some of the YouTube comments are hilarious. I get some shitty ones from time to time, but they always delete them. Uh, they they uh, they write them and then they delete them. But a little known trick uh, that YouTube creators may know is that the the shitty comments they get that get deleted actually comes through in your email, so you see them anyway. So uh, you know, deleting your comment doesn't change the fact that I didn't know you made a shitty comment. But uh, anyway, uh, funny funny that I just made a YouTube video about China last night and the YouTube two rover the yutu-2 u22 the u22 rover in the von Karman crater uh, driving around and all the rest of that and i got some uh some chinese hater comments interestingly uh anyway uh, there you go is there a conspiracy there 
I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe uh, Maybe the Chinese trolls found me. I have no idea. But uh, anyway. Oh, boy. There you go. There you go. All right. Hold on one sec as we get going here. Uh, okay. All right. Yep. That's a bad dog. That's a bad dog. All right. Give me one sec. I'm going to play just a little, just a little music here. And uh, just a sec. Let me, let me handle this. One moment, please. I'll be right back. A little more of this music and we'll uh, handle this dog situation. Be right back. Uh, but, I, but by the way, while we're saying this, 702-957-1037. There's your transparency process. Handle this dog. Be right back. sometimes you got it sometimes you don't what's happening <laughs> what's happening yeah it's it's all good all the china stuff but uh yeah i mean i don't know i'm not sure why you want to defend china on the aspect of transparency by the way that just seems backwards and upside down to me but okay whatever all right hey, let's let's uh, let's shut up mike shut up dog let's do the news all right let's begin with disclose.tv now this is a pretty fascinating one uh what's up born generals i see you there yeah if you if you sub up to twitch uh they'll play no ads uh, that, that's one way to uh, handle that. Sorry about that. I can't stop it from happening. Uh, okay, so here's here's the deal. Uh, we got uh, three. Uh, sorry, uh, disclose.tv, which actually is a pretty good website. Uh, they have a fantastic Twitter account that uh, usually has breaking news on all kinds of stuff. They do a lot of politics, of course, like everybody does. But uh, in in this particular instance, we have. Uh, well, uh, yeah, they're they're reporting this 3D printed suicide pods are now legal in switzerland yeah what right what uh it seems um i don't know does it seem normal i'm not sure this seems normal i don't know why you want 3d printed suicide pods i don't know again we live in the upside down so what difference does it make a 3d printed capsule is set to revolutionize assisted suicide it may be legally operated in switzerland uh, this is according to an expert opinion obtained by exit international the organization that developed the sarco machine and was first reported by swiss info in 2020 around 1300 people died in switzerland through euthanasia they were cared for by the two largest euthanasia organizations in the country exit no connection to exit international and dignitas you like that that a euthanasia company is named exit huh. <laughs> funny not funny uh, the current common method is the ingestion of liquid sodium pentobarbital after taking the drug the person falls asleep within two to five minutes before slipping into a deep coma and dying soon after well in this case we don't need that anymore because this enter the sarco capsule yeah the capsule called sarco which is another scary name offers a different approach to a peaceful death without the need for prescription substances in a 3d printed capsule that can be activated from inside by the person who wants to die the machine can be taken to any place to die this can be in an idyllic outdoor setting for example 
in, in, in the rooms of, an, of a euthanasia organization. Uh, the capsule mounted on a device that floods the interior with nitrogen and very quickly reduces the oxygen content from 21 to 1%. The person feels a little disoriented, may also feel slightly euphoric before losing consciousness. The whole process takes about 30 seconds. Death occurs from hypoxia and hypocapnia, a lack of oxygen and carbon dioxide, respectively. Quote, there is no panic, no feeling of suffocation, Nitschke added. That sounds like a very horrific. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, funny, not funny. Uh, it does bring up a an interesting um, uh, thing to talk about and consider here with with um, euthanasia. Do you think this should be legal? Do you think this should be uh, one of those worldwide legal sort of situations all over the place? Um, because, well, uh, yeah, you know, there are some some end of life scenarios that um, there's there's not, you know, like, for instance, you know, people in late stage cancer that really have no hope other than to just, you know, load them up on morphine and let them die horrifically. Um, you know, there are, there are again, it's, it's sick. It's sick. But I, I think in some cases, my opinion, because I've seen some um, pretty bad, uh, pretty bad end of life scenarios um, that maybe uh Maybe this should be a thing. I don't know. What do you guys think? That's a, as always, right? I'm not the arbiter of that truth or any truth or anything. But it does seem a little strange to me that we have this little uh, 3D printed suicide pod now that can be moved around and yeah, all the rest of this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. But uh, anyway, there we go. There's the first part. Uh, we are on. We are live and doing all the things. So if you want to be part of the show, you know what to do. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at Trouble Minds. Dot org. All right, there we go. Let's continue. Let us keep on trucking, shall we? There's more. Uh, let's go to this. This is from NPR. And of course, uh, let's see. Uh, what's up? Indigo Child says, you have not got the right to die. We need your taxes. Yeah, right. Or the, the healthcare system needs your uh, <laughs> needs your, your uh, ridiculous billing situation so they can uh, absorb whatever wealth you have left. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay, what's going on, guys? How's everybody? Uh, we got uh, citing, hu- uh, let's go to NPR. Citing humanitarian abuses, U.S. will stage a diplomatic boycott of baby. Beijing Olympics. Oh, you don't say. That's pretty sweet, right? What's going on, guys? I see everybody in the chat. How is everybody? Uh, well, this is uh, this is apparently uh, because uh, let's see, let's see. This is because uh, the Biden administration will not send any diplomatic or official representatives to Beijing for next year's Winter Olympics. The White House announced Monday, citing the Chinese government's ongoing genocide and crimes against humanity in the Xinjiang region, which we've talked about, right? The Uyghur Muslims talked about that quite a lot on this show. Uh, anyway, the athletes on Team USA have our full support. We will be behind them 100% as we cheer them on from home, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters, but she continued, we will not be contributing to the fanfare of the games. Saki's uh, charges of abuse were in reference to the Chinese government's treatment of Uyghur Muslims, an ethnic minority in the Xinjiang province who have been targeted in recent years. The extensive list of alleged abuses includes systematic state-organized mass imprisonment, torture, and persecution against people in in Xinjiang province, including Uyghurs and Kazakhs. Yep. Uh, the diplomatic boycott had been expected and followed uh, 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 other global condemnation of China's treatment of the ethnic minorities. The United States earlier this year joined the European Union, the United Kingdom, and Canada. 
in imposing economic uh, sanctions on China in protest of the government's human rights abuses. Anyway, uh, blah, blah. I find it interesting that uh, they, they're going to not send any diplomats, but they're still going to send the Olympic teams. Uh, don't, you, don't you think it would be a larger, larger mes- message if you just completely pulled out and said, forget it, we, we, ain't, we ain't participating at all? Uh, so, or is this just a way to uh, have them you know, take, take the, the three weeks off or whatever the hell it is? I have no idea. But anyway, point being, it seems a little dirty uh, that uh, they're gonna, only going to go halfway with this, so not all the way. I would, uh, I would full-on say, no, China, you're full of shit. I ain't doing this, and we're not even sending our Olympic teams. We'll hold our own Olympic games here in, oh, I don't know, let's flip a coin, pick a stadium, and we'll just do it here for ourselves, and blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, uh, still, still participating, but not sending diplomats is a pretty weak statement to make, in my opinion, but what are you going to do? Anyway, so uh, there we go there's where we begin 3d printed suicide uh citing humanitarian abuses u.s will stage a diplomatic boycott in the beijing olympics blah 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 right all right we got a phone call let's go to looks like um what's going on man this is uh joseph in iowa how you doing man hey how's it going i'm doing well what's happening go right ahead so i mean this is pretty touchy if touchy and controversial i think I mean, most people who commit suicide uh, regret it as it's happening, as as I hear. I mean, I mean, I, it's not like you would know that, but that's how that's how I I hear it. But uh, like, I imagine there would be a lot of business around it too if it became legal to do stuff like this. I imagine this at one point in the past, I made a company idea on it because there's so much freedom. We're pushing the freedom. If it's going to be full out, then there would be tour buses that took you to your final destination. Let's say you're living in agony or you just don't want to live anymore or you want to die in a specific way. There would be, pl- there would be companies you call and they would take you to let's say the golden gate bridge. And they'd be like, all right, I don't know if that would be, that would be in the future though, of course, that would be like, that that wouldn't hit off today for sure. But in capitalism and freedom, you know, who knows what in the system, what they're going to push. Ah, yes. You're talking about suicide tourism. And of course, right? If there's if there's a market, there's a market. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, uh, you know, again, like I said, uh, there there are some spots here. I think this is you know probably okay, but I think that like anything else, uh, you know, legislation and people just kind of let the better uh, uh, get caught up in some other stuff. And I, I think it should, you know, like I'm not I'm not one for regulating things, but I think this should be strictly regulated. I don't think we should be able to just oh I had a bad week, let's order my you know suicide pod. That's bullshit. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, but but there are there's there's some there's some you know like end of life scenarios where I think this makes sense. But again, devil's always in the details, isn't it? Maybe that would be like a make a wish scenario, you know? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, that makes sense. I mean, that already exists. Like, oh, I, you make a wish. I don't know if they have regulations and make a wish foundation. 
Exactly. And so uh, we'll see. I don't know. This is, again, this is in Switzerland. So that's, you know, across the pond and then some uh, hop, skip and a jump past that. So so I'm not exactly sure if this is coming here. Uh, Vicky in the chat says assistive dyeing is not it is not legal. And uh, like I said, I think there are times when it should be just because, there, there, you know, if you've seen if you've seen what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But great stuff. Great stuff. I appreciate the call. Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anything else? What we got, Sean, man? Anything else? That's what we got you on the phone. Auto Trader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, Auto Trader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Well, there's like the China, China has those vans that pick people up too. I don't know if those are like suicide vans or those are murder vans. <laughs> that's quite those. a bit different, quite a bit different. <laughs> that's, that's suicide tourism in a different way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, this is the new show, so we, we usually cut the calls a little shorter. So, so I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you for calling. All Thank, Thanks for the call. Uh, Joseph has a YouTube channel called yeah. Hydro Hose. Check him out. Thanks, bro. We'll, we'll talk to you later on. Appreciate the phone call. There you go. It's part of it. Uh, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubledminds.org. And uh, there you go. Good stuff. Thank you, Joseph, for the phone call. So I keep on trucking. Let's get to the news. There's more here. Uh, ScienceAlert.com reports this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good call, Joseph. Good thought. Good thought on the uh, the suicide tourism. That's, that's probably going to become part of this, right? That's There's your dystopian future. Like, oh, you want to die? We offer the I- idyllic, peaceful setting. Uh, and your suicide pod. Yeah, there you go. There's dystopia. Uh, all right. So uh, Science Alert says AI is discovering patterns in pure mathematics that have never been seen before. Oh, what about what about uh, what did uh, I think Tesla's Nikola Tesla said something to the effect of three, six and nine. If you want to know the secrets of the universe, something like that. Anyway, we can add suggesting and improving mathematical theorems to a long list of what artificial intelligence is capable of. Mathematicians and AI experts have teamed up uh, to demonstrate how machine learning can open up new avenues to explore in the field. While mathematicians have been using computers to discover patterns for decades, the increasing power of machine learning means that these networks can work through huge swaths of data and identify patterns that haven't been spotted before. In a newly published study, a research team using artificial intelligence systems deployed by DeepMind, the same company that has been employing AI to solve tricky biology problems and improve the accuracy of weather forecasts to unknot some long-standing math problems. Quote, 
Problems in mathematics are widely regarded as some of the most intellectually challenging problems out there, says mathematician Jordy Williamson from the University of Sydney in Australia. While mathematicians have used machine learning to assist in the analysis of complex data sets, this is the first time we have used computers to help us formulate conjectures or suggest possible lines of attack for unproven ideas in mathematics. The team shows AI advancing a proof for Kazdan Lutzig polynomials, a math problem solving the symmetry of higher dimensional algebra that has remained unsolved for 40 years. And there it is. Exactly, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Night Stalker in the chat. Uh-oh, they're going to they're gonna figure out the simulation. And this is kind of what I'm getting at here. What like This is strange because... Um, if if you can crack some of this math, the pure mathematics uh, in, in, at the deepest levels that people, you know, basically over the head of people, this is what we talked about regarding AI as well. How it um, it can spot patterns people just aren't aren't um, you know neurologically uh, capable of, and so I think this is the weirdness of how uh, you know with the quantum world and all the rest of that stuff we always talk about that um, the future is going to be an interesting place, as they say, right? May you live in interesting times. And there it is. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Robert's got it right. A virtual reality suicide pod's coming soon to a metaverse near you. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Funny, not funny. Uh, yeah. All right. What's up, guys? I see in the chat. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. Just uh, kicking it. I appreciate the phone call. We don't get a lot of phone calls on the uh, the news show, but uh, thank you, Joseph, for uh, kicking us off today. Uh, very, very good stuff. All right. Let's uh, let's uh, give, give this just a quick break. And you guys know the drill. We're going to take a quick, quick break and get a word from our sponsor, which is you. By the way, uh, somebody born general hopped in and said ah commercials yeah twitch plays commercials uh but if you want a commercial free experience you can sub up to twitch and uh there's a free way to do it if you have amazon prime so here we go let's hear this and let's keep on trucking are you digging the show if so you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an amazon prime account since we stream on twitch every day all you have to do is link your amazon prime account to your twitch account and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use and also a bonus five dollars a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to twitch and all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe thanks for considering us okay let's uh keep on trucking shall we this is from cnn the most trusted source in news and uh yep uh, as we all know the galane maxwell trial is happening of course jeffrey epstein and this is uh the quality of reporting that uh cnn does uh galane maxwell said jeffrey epstein needed to have sex three times a day woman testifies um so mm, let's see do you think this is the news that needs to come out of this trial anybody out there do you think this is the news we need to be getting yeah me neither uh anyway we'll, we'll file this under funny not funny and let's see a woman who accused jeffrey epstein of sexual abuse testified monday that galen maxwell set up their meetings and spoke often about sexual topics including epstein's carnal needs yep she said that uh, he needed to have sex about three times a day the woman told the court the woman testifying under the pseudonym kate took the stand monday morning to start the second week of maxwell's federal trial on charges and 
including sex trafficking of minors. Kate is not considered a minor victim in the charges because she was over the age of consent at the time of the alleged abuse. But jurors were still allowed to consider her testimony. Judge Allison Nathan ruled. Uh, Kate uh, testified she first first met Maxwell when she was 17 through her older boyfriend while on a trip to Paris. Maxwell invited her for tea to her London townhome a few weeks later and told Kate about her philanthropist boyfriend epstein uh philanthropists isn't that great isn't that fantastic how we have these definitions just like bill gates is a philanthropist right yeah well i don't know you tell me let's see let's get some uh let's get some get some warm lighting all right okay so, okay, uh, quote, I understood that her job was to take care of Jeffrey's needs, Kate said. I left there feeling exhilarated, she said, like somebody wanted me. Hmm. Yep. Weeks later, Maxwell invited Kate to the townhome again to meet Epstein, pushing her to accept the invitation with a sense of urgency, she recalled. Uh, let's, let's file it under funny, not funny. And uh, this is the most trusted source of news, CNN, uh, you know, reporting this. Well, what about the names of the people on the plane? What about the corporations involved in the Epstein uh, ring, right? What about uh, the Victoria's Secret uh, CEO that stepped down and was actually part of funding, literally funding directly the, the Epstein? Epstein um, Empire. Uh, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot here that uh, come on. Like, well, let's. Why aren't we talking about those things? And the media is like, I saw another piece by CNN. I was going to put it up here too, where they're like, oh, ridiculous conspiracy theories about the media happening because of the Maxwell trial. No, no, these are real conspiracy theories because of the bullshit you report on, right? Like, sure, fine. When you say sex three times a day, you get clicks, right? Funny, not funny, because we're talking about minors here. We're talking about, uh, you know, sex trafficking. We're talking about some really grotesque shit. And, well, you know, you get the clicks. But what about the real names? What about the Disney Corporation? What about, right? Like, you name them. Go down the line. What about Bill Clinton? What about Donald Trump? What about all of them, right? What about the people on the list of the flight logs? Bill Gates. What about all those people, right? How come How come that doesn't get highlighted, right? It has to be brought up by people like me or people like you that are like, hey, wait a minute. Like, what is happening with this? And that's the problem here so well uh, thank you most most trusted source of news your you know clickbait salacious headline get some clicks but re- do better do better cnn this is a joke uh so yeah it's uh it's pretty horrific pretty terrible like i said we'll file this under funny not funny only because cnn is funny uh but the rest of this is just not funny at all uh so so anyway uh yeah uh, pretty crazy stuff so i don't you tell me uh looking to hear from you 702-957-1037 let's keep on trucking speaking of uh executives that stepped down uh well yeah check this out you never believe this from cnet sony fires playstation exec who allegedly appeared in a pedophile sting video hmm, yeah well there we go more of that uh I'll, I'll drop the other links in here and when we take the break uh, a sony senior vice president who worked on the playstation network has been terminated from his job after getting caught up in an amateur pedophilia sting video yep george carciopo was allegedly trying to arrange a meeting with a person claiming to be a 15 year old boy according to a video posted december 3rd by the youtube channel people versus preds and this is what i'm saying right so if, if you don't get activists people that actually give a shit doing stuff like this how long would this guy be doing his thing right and not only that what kind of other salacious crap has this guy been into yeah uh there you go Uh, the the youtube uh channel here i'm going to link this if you guys want to check this out um 
Yeah, yeah, horrible, right? Horrible. But but anyway, uh, let's see. Blah 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 blah. Uh, uh, Cassiopo had been a senior vice president of engineering at Sony for the past eight years, according to his LinkedIn profile. He has been fired after allegedly appearing in the video. "Quote: We are aware of the situation, and the employee in question has been terminated from employment." Sony said in an email uh, statement on Sunday. And uh, yeah, weird, right? Like again, a coincidence? Coincidence? Hmm, I don't know probably not probably not but uh, again right like we'll see how widely this gets reported probably won't because this is the type of stuff they love to cover up i mean clearly this isn't bill clinton or anything but uh still it is what it is but okay all right so uh let's keep on trucking as we talk about this if you guys want to be part of the show have comments on this or anything else 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org and there you go. Let's go to autoevolution.com. This this is pretty wild. A uh, piece of Mars seems to be swarming with dune sand trout. Oh, snap. Look at this. Look at these photographs. Uh, that Mars is a fascinating yet extremely strange place is a no-brainer. And that the uh, and the planet that has captivated humankind since times immemorial now under the, the scrutiny of several surveillance and exploration machines, our species centered over the past de- few decades keeps proving it time and time again. Blah blah. Uh, circling the planet for a number of years now is a thing called the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter, which is equipped with something called the eight high rise camera. I've done this before, the high rise stuff. Uh, check it out; it's pretty cool. You can see uh, supposedly raw footage straight from Mars, and that's what they're they're um, they're. Saying here in these photos i'll pull them up in a sec but uh let's see uh in this piece of equipment that made possible over seventy thousand images being sent back to earth showing mars in all its glory uh take the pic we have here for instance the capture back in may 2020 from an altitude of 285 kilometers or 177 miles it officially shows a portion of the nilo sirtis mense region of the planet a fretted piece of terrain that comprises a vast number of martian specific features including mesas cliffs and flat valleys but also minerals of various types including clays and that uh, that need water to form uh, but uh, if you look at the photographs right what they're talking about let's go full screen here you can see it uh, it appears to be yeah yeah sandworms or something down there <laughs> uh, uh you know it might just be like a geological feature but uh looks pretty creepy if you ask me uh, there you go if you ever want to know if there were sandworms on mars maybe you got what you need <laughs> congratulations welcome to it all right let's keep on trucking uh let's let's uh, let's go in the the funny not funny i was going to do this one right after the uh, the epstein uh, article but i thought that would be a little too little too crude so let's uh, get get a couple articles in between uh sciencealert.com giant study finds viagra is linked to almost 70 percent lower risk of alzheimer's Huh. That's weird. What what does that mean? <laughs> uh, uses of the, the medication sildenafil. I don't know how to say it. Better known to most of the brand name, most of us as brand name drug Viagra, is associated with dramatically reduced incidence of Alzheimer's disease. New research suggests, according to the study led by researchers at the Cleveland Clinic, taking uh, Viagra is tied to a nearly seventy percent lower risk of developing Alzheimer's compared to non-users. That's based on an analysis of health insurance uh, claim data from over 7.2 million people. 7.2 million people. Not uh, 
Yeah, remember when they did the uh, the rollout of the uh, <clears throat> vaccines? Uh, I'm going to just say it. Uh, the, the, it was actually done with like 110 people or something like that. Then they just rolled it out to 100 million people. Yeah, well, this in particular is uh, how you actually do science data because you'd get a large sample size, 7.2 million people. Now, assuming the data isn't corrupted or broken or this, that, the other thing. Well, yeah, well, who knows? Maybe I'll pop a couple of Viagra a week just to, uh, you know, <laughs> to help me long term. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But but anyway. Uh, it is important to note that observed associations like this, even on a huge scale, are not the same as proof of a causative effect. For example, it's possible that the people in the cohort who took uh, Viagra might have something else to thank for their improved chances of not developing Alzheimer's. Hmm. Weird. Weird. Anyway, uh, yeah, pretty pretty nutty stuff. And uh, that's, that's Troubled Minds News. So we're going to keep on uh, trucking and talking about this stuff, but you guys know the drill. Uh, before that, we will take a quick break. So you're listening to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More when we come back. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Let's uh, keep on trucking with the news. Uh, Often Frozen in the chat says, cardio is also good against Alzheimer's. Ergo. (laughs) Uh, Like I said, file that under funny, not funny as well. All right. Here we go. Uh, Just in case you guys think I'm completely insane, here's proof that I may not be. Uh, Yep. India Today reports, you got it, this is today, six, no less than six asteroids to zoom past Earth today, fastest one to fly at a speed of 44,388 kilometers per hour, that's right, weeks after NASA launched the first mission to hit an asteroid, six near-Earth objects will fly past Earth on Monday, as NASA observes their movement and tracks their orbit, asteroids, all of these ones, I'm not going to read them, will make a close approach to the planet on their way to the sun. The reason I'm not going to re- read them is because they're all named 2021 WL2 and things like this. Uh, you don't want me to just read a bunch of random letters for a minute. Anyway, while it is a significant event in the celestial world, NASA has been tracking their trajectory and their orbit as they race towards Earth. The agency has not issued any advisories on the asteroids and are set to move past them, uh, the planet, without any harm. Oh, who knew? Who knew? Not just another asteroid. Six. Six. That's right. No less than six asteroids. Telling you, they're they're putting the foot on the gas, right? Like these these types of stories are just like whoa. Like they used to be, you know, once every few months you'd get oh near 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 miss, right? You get that stuff. But now this shit is every single week, and it just seems to get more and more doomsday y until you actually read the article and you get like halfway down and it's all well. These asteroids pose no risks to Earth, right? Well, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, let us continue, shall we? Yeah, speaking of the uh, the China hate that I was getting uh, previously on the YouTube comments, uh, China's U-2-2 rover spots cube-shaped mystery hut. Uh, 
on Far Side of the Moon. And I just did a uh, just did a video on this last night. If you guys checked it out or did not, well, it's on YouTube. It's only a couple minutes long. Uh, please watch it if you're going to watch it. Watch it the whole way through. If you can't stand me for two whole minutes, well, I don't know what you're doing here, to be perfectly honest. But anyway, uh, yeah, we have this thing, this thing happening. Uh, yeah, they say it's likely a large boulder, but... China's U-22 rover has spotted a mystery object on the horizon while working its way across the Von Karman crater on the far side of the moon. U-22 spotted a cube-shaped object on the horizon to the north and roughly 260 feet away in November during the mission's 36th lunar day. According to the U-22 diary published by Our Space, a Chinese-language science outreach channel affiliated with the China National Space Administration, that would be the CNSA, uh, our, our, our Space referred to the object as a mystery hut. Yeah, hut, you know, like somebody lives in it, a mystery hut. Now, I hope that's a bad translation because that seems, hmm, I don't know, what does that seem like? Does that seem, I don't know, you tell me. Uh, art, uh, blah, 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 mystery hut. Okay, got it, got it. We uh, the, the photograph is there. Let's go full screen. As I'm yawning and get the photograph, the team scientists have expressed a strong interest in the object of Udo 2 and is now expected to spend the next two to three lunar days traversing lunar regolith and avoiding craters to get a closer look. Uh, so updates can be expected. A likely explanation for the shape would be a large boulder, which has been ex- excavated by an impact event. So let's uh, let's look at this. Another couple of good comments that we got in the YouTube video were uh, that nature doesn't make things like this. <laughs> it seems to be anomalous out there on the uh, horizon. So uh, I wonder what this could be. I wonder what this could be. There it is. Uh, yeah, sounds like a new Pizza Hut promotion, right? Here, there's your uh, there's your first uh, Pizza Hut on Mars. <laughs> There it is. Uh, Yeah. There you go. Uh, Thanks, Robert. Says, I saw that video you put up on YouTube, Michael, and I liked it. Well, thank you. It got uh, a fair number of dislikes as well. But you can't see them anymore, can you? But I can. (laughs) I can. Anyway. Anyway. Let's, uh, there you go. So that's what's happening with this. There's what the thing actually looks like. I don't know what it is. We'll see. Uh, Like I said, it could be a boulder. Could be all kinds of things, but what can you do? Yeah. Mm, see too early for this all right let's go let's go let's continue shall we futurism.com there we go it's uh, like i always say this is the coffee show not the beer show all right let's do it uh the scientists are building a now this is this gets wild you ready for some really weird shit yeah you know the black boxes on an airplane that when they crash will tell you why the airplane crashed and all the rest of that well theoretically anyway unless they just vanish like they did at 9-11 anyway scientists are building a black box to record the end of civilization it's built to outlive us all all right there we go now you got it now you know what's up Yep. If or when human civilization collapses, what will remain? Maybe parts of some cities or the Statue of Liberty, a la Planet of the Apes. Overall, though, there might not be a lot of evidence left behind about what humanity accomplished or what resulted in its downfall. One team of researchers wants to change that. Their solution? A massive, indestructible box that will record scientific data to give future civilizations insight on how exactly humanity fell. Mm -hmm. The project, dubbed Earth's Black Box, will be an immense steel monolith installed in a remote location in Tasmania. Yes! Yes! It's akin to the black boxes that are designed to survive airplane crashes and provide investigators valuable data on what led to the disaster, except on a planetary scale. Oh, well, this is good. So let's file this under WTF. Uh, Indestructible Recorder. The project... 
is a collaboration between researchers at the University of Tasmania marketing agency, Cleminger BBDEO, BBDO, and blah, blah, whatever. Anyway, the team is designing the box to record climate data, such as atmospheric CO2 levels, sea temperatures, and energy consumption levels. It'll also gather contextual information like news headlines and social media posts. Oh, well, that's sweet. That's totally cool. Quote, the idea is... If the Earth does crash as a result of climate change, this indestructible recording device will be there for whoever's left to learn from that. Oh, that's super hot. Yeah. So, so when, when the oceans are boiling, uh, we'll be able to uh, fire up the black box and find out what caused it, right? And uh, clearly, it won't say anything about the elites, you know, the, the, the elites that are, you know, uh, heating Olympic-sized swimming pools. It won't say anything about that. It'll talk about the plebs. It'll talk about you and me that uh, wanted a warm shower and a cold beer, right? So um, you tell me, well, is this a good idea? The black box to record the end of civilization? Yeah, give me a break. This is one of those ones where you're like, get out of here, people. Please, just get out of here. GTF, we'll file this under GTFO. Also, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, hop on it and say hi. Lots of smart, amazing people in the Discord. A uh, couple rules. Don't be a douchebag and uh, don't, uh, don't, don't start fights, right? And, and don't be racist. That's it, right? Don't, 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 don't do all those things, and you're fine. You're welcome. It doesn't matter what you think. Uh, you, you do have the right to be wrong, and uh, that's what this is about. So we're just hanging out, kicking it, talking about the news and all the rest of this. What do you think about the black box or anything else? I don't know. I don't know. To me, the black box seems uh, hmm. <laughs> not only built to outlive us all, but, well, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, there you go. Uh, Robert says the same kind of box will be found on Mars. Well, yeah, well, we go back there, right? It'll be the one from like three billion years ago from, from the aliens that left it for us. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, what's going on, guys? Let's see. Um, Reading the chat, uh, James, there's a watcher. Uh, they will likely other beings out there with immense power as well, which means it's still scary talking about Marvel comics and stuff. Okay, cool. All right, uh, we got more. There's always more, right? There's always more of this stuff. So I don't know. You tell me. Uh, 702-957-1037. Uh, Epstein going on. We got the, uh, the the you do too thing on 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 Mars. There's a lot going on, right? There's a lot happening, and I think that uh, why the hell not? Why not? Because why not? So let's go to the Guardian shall we uh speaking of um uh the the black box that will uh record all of our climate change disasters as the oceans boil and we're all dying from uh heat exhaustion or whatever happens uh, i guess sunburn uh, i don't know you tell me uh, we've got this yeah you got it you got it yep uh this is this is the 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 weather conspiracy nobody wants to consider or talk about china modified the weather to create clear skies for political celebration, says a study. Oh, you don't say. You don't say, really? Okay. Well, uh, Chinese weather authorities successfully controlled the weather ahead of a major political celebration earlier this year, according to a Beijing University study. On July 1st, the Chinese Communist Party marked in its centenary, 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 uh, whatever, with major, what the hell does that mean? 
I don't know, 100 years? I don't know. With major uh, celebrations, including tens of thousands of people at a ceremony in Tiananmen Square. Oh, Tiananmen. If you're going to do it, you may as well do it in Tiananmen Square, right? I mean, nothing says freedom like Tiananmen Square. Uh, And and a research paper from Tsinghua University has set an extensive cloud seeding operation in the hours prior ensured clear skies and low air pollution. Oh, yeah. The Chinese government has been an enthusiastic proponent of cloud seeding technology, spending billions with a B, billions with a B, spending billions of dollars on efforts to manipulate the weather to protect agricultural regions or improve significant events, including the 2008 Olympics, which we've talked about in the past. But again, right, you say that, oh, well, you know, the the countries of the world, the, you know, the whoever the, the richest people are, they can control the weather. And they're like, you're a racist. I'm like, I didn't I didn't say anything. I said control the weather (laughs) i said look there's evidence to suggest this is really happening in the world right like this is happening you're a racist what what anyway uh, some people you just can't talk to the chinese government has been yep okay cloud seeding is a weather modification technique which sees the adding of chemicals like small particles of silver iodide to clouds causing water droplets to cluster around them and increasing the chance of precipitation. Mm-hmm. The Tsinghua studies reported findings add to a small but growing body of scientific evidence around the success of the technology. Other countries have also invested in a cloud seeding technology, but China has invested billions despite questions over the degree of its effectiveness and debate about whether manipulating the weather in one area could disrupt weather systems elsewhere. Oh, I wonder if... I, you know, you know how I, you guys know how I love the climate change alarmism. I wonder if, I wonder if, in all their computer models, they take into account all of this stuff. Hmm. And they said it right there. This is the most important sentence in this whole damn thing. Yep, this is what it says. Let's read this one more time. Other countries have also invested in cloud seeding technology, but China has invested billions despite questions over the degree of its effectiveness and debate about whether manipulating the weather in one area could disrupt weather systems elsewhere. Hmm. So strange. So strange. You hear what I'm saying? Do, 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 do you feel my pain here? We have all the climate alarmism BS going on. Uh, and then, and again, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a denier. Everybody chill out. But I'm saying that, well, what about this stuff? I wonder if they include this kind of crap in their climate models that those computers, their infallible computers, crank out and say the ocean should be boiling by next week. Well, uh, newsflash, they're not boiling. And, uh, well, what about this type of shit? Yeah, it pisses me off a lot because, again, as part of living in the upside down, we're not supposed to consider things like this. We're supposed to only consider the things they tell us, right? Well, what about, it's, it's more complicated than that, isn't it? Like, tell me how you include this in global climate change data anybody can you mm-hmm exactly anyway on monday the south china morning post reported a recent research paper which found definitive signs that a cloud seeding operation on the eve of the cent- centenary had produced a marked drop in air pollution okay are seriously I guess. So putting shit, again, this is the upside down we live in. Putting shit in the air made 
a market drop in air pollution. Hmm. Right? You, you follow what I'm saying here? Does that make any sense whatsoever? Okay. Anyway, uh, the, the celebration faced by what the paper reportedly termed unprecedented challenges, including an unexpected increase in air pollutants and an overcast sky during one of the wettest summers on record. Factories and other polluting activities had been halted in the days ahead of the event, but low airflow meant the pollution hadn't dissipated. Oh, there's the other elephant in the room. So it has nothing to do with uh, actual, you know, a drop in air pollution. It has everything to do with these factories that are just pumping out, you know, smokestacks for for 24 hours a day for decades and well there you go uh, like i said everything's backwards and upside down and we're supposed to just be like oh okay well i guess uh, because they tell us this it must be this no no it's a little more complicated than that sorry sorry not sorry uh speaking of uh, amazing complicated shit uh if you want to be part of the show this is not the complicated shit this is the easy shit 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org click the discord link let's go to sharks and laser beams well let's go to without the laser beams this is from gizmodo.com sharks amassing on the east coast is totally normal Uprising, not imminent. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep, you heard that right. Mm-hmm. If you visited the Osearch Marine Animal Tracker in the last week, your eyes might have been drawn to the eastern seaboard of North America, where a bombardment of blue dots made it look like the coastline was being assaulted by white sharks. Panicky tweets ensued along with the typically hyperbolic tabloid headlines, but it turns out the amalgam of elasome uh, branches, okay, we'll just say sharks, is nothing to worry about. It's just shark migration season along the coast, uh, though climate change could be playing a longer-term role. <laughs> yes, see? You can't even do an article about sharks without talking about climate change. And notice they don't uh, ever really talk about um, China's smokestacks or weather modifications. They just drop it here and there, kind of like, you know how you do cloud seeding the cloud seeding process the uh the key term seeding is what this is called and uh yeah well anyway uh quote these headlines come up just about every time somebody goes on the shark tracker and just uh, has a display all the tags charles bangley a marine ecologist at dalhousie university said there probably always have been more sharks than you would have expected it's just that we have the technology now to actually see them 83 tagged white sharks are currently seeing out their migration from the cooling waters off Massachusetts and Canada to the warmer havens of North Carolina and Florida. Sharks head out at different times, meaning the animals are spreading along the coast. Bangley said that climate change is affecting these migrations, and as the animals will head out of the northern waters later in the year than normal, as the water temperatures stay balmier for longer. Yep, one of the reasons you see this big spread right now is that those sharks are still kind of transiting, Bangley said. So you have some sharks that could have already made it all the way down to Florida, and you have the sharks that are just now getting around to leaving Nova Scotia waters. And there you go. And if you want to see what this looks like, let's uh, check this out because this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. Let's look at that. There is your map. There's your map. All right. If that doesn't freak you out and think we're being invaded by great white sharks, I don't know what will. <laughs> but what about everywhere else? Aren't, aren't there any on the, on the West Coast? Come on. Come on. 
I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Anyway, uh, as we do this and keep on trucking, you guys know the drill. 702-957-1037. These sharks apparently do not have laser beams. No laser beams on these sharks. But that would be super cool if they did. Maybe one day in the future we'll have sharks and laser beams during migration season. All right, let's continue, shall we? Let's, uh, uh, yeah, this is pretty hot. This is uh, the world we live in. Let's go to the New York Slimes. U.S. military has acted against ransomware groups, General acknowledges. Yep, General Paul M. Nakasone, the head of Cyber Command, said a new cross-functional effort has been gathering intelligence to combat criminal groups targeting U.S. infrastructure. And uh, there you go. Uh, the U.S. military has taken actions against ransomware groups as part of its surge against organizations launching attacks against American companies, the nation's top cyber warrior said on Saturday. The first public acknowledgement of offensive measures su- against such organizations. General Paul M. Is it Nakasone? Nakasone? I don't know. Anybody want to say that? General Paul M. Nakasone. Anyway, the head of U.S. Cyber Command and the director of the National Security Agency said that nine months ago, the government saw ransomware attacks as the responsibility of law enforcement. But the attacks on Colonial Pipeline and JBS beef plants demonstrated that the criminal organizations behind them have been, quote, impacting our critical infrastructure, uh, General Nakasone said. In response, the government is taking a more aggressive, better coordinated approach against this threat abandoning its previous hands-off stance. Cyber Command, the NSA, and other agencies have poured resources into gathering intelligence on the ransomware groups and sharing that better understanding across the government and with international partners. Quote, the first thing we have to do is understand the adversary and their insights better that we've ever understood them before. Then we've ever, there we go, uh, the general said in an interview on the sidelines of the Reagan National Defense Forum, a gathering of national security officials. General Nexon would not provide the actions taken by his, uh, his commands nor ransomware groups were targeted, but he said one of the goals was to impose costs which is the term military officials use to describe punitive cyber operations. There you go. There you go. It's a thing. Uh, I think that needs to be a T-shirt as well. Punitive cyber operations. And this is, again, right, this is one of those things that you never really hear about, do you? You kind of don't. <laughs> I wonder why, right? I wonder why. When shit just randomly breaks, uh, I wonder if it's punitive or not. Hmm. Weird. You think they'd ever tell you? Probably not. Anyway, quote, before, during, and since, with a number of elements of our government, we have taken actions and we have imposed costs. I love that. Imposed costs. General Nakasone said, that's an important piece that we should always be mindful of. Yes. In September, Cyber Command diverted traffic around servers being used by the Russian-based R-Evil, R-E-V-I-L, ransomware group, uh, officials briefed on the operation of said. The operation came after government hackers from an allied country penetrated the servers, making it more difficult for the group to collect ransoms. After Reveal detected the U.S. action, it shut down at least temporarily. The, that cyber command operation was reported last month by the Washington Post. Washington Compost doing their job. Cyber Command and the NSA also assisted the FBI and the Justice Department in their efforts to seize and recover much of the cryptocurrency ransom paid by the Colonial Pipeline. The Bitcoin payment was originally demanded by the Russian ransomware group known as DarkSide. Anyway, interesting stuff, uh, notably that these things are punitive, right? Yeah, that they're actually going after things in, uh, in a punitive manner. Hmm. 
So don't, uh, don't uh, become a hacker overnight because it might turn you into, uh, well, a punitive hacky. Uh, and there you go. Let's continue, shall we? If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. That number is persistent, by the way, so if you want to leave me a voicemail, uh, I'll listen to it, and we'll probably play it on the show if it's not just, um, hey, Mike, what's up? Uh, but anyway, uh, there you go. Interesting engineering. Let's go to this. This is, yep. Uh, human hubris. I love it so much. The headline is this. The Milky Way shouldn't exist. Here's why. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Here we go. Uh, centrifugal forces should tear galaxies apart, but somehow our galaxy holds together. We know why. It's, it's the space octopus, right? It's, that, it's the tentacles. Yeah. You guys know. Anyway, yeah, if you were to take a drop of water in space and spin it on an axis, a perfectly round sphere of liquid would start to turn into an oblong eclipse. Spin it even faster, and soon you'd have a flattened bar disc, uh, bar-shaped disc. Spin it even faster beyond that, and the angular momentum and centrifugal forces acting on that droplet of water would tear the droplet apart and send micro droplets and even even individual molecules of water flying off in every direction. The exact same thing should happen to the Milky Way, Andromeda, and other galaxies in the universe. But that is not what we see. Instead, we see pinwheel, pinwheel-shaped galaxies with tentacles, by the way, uh, or arms. I'm sorry, arms. Arm, don't sorry, sorry. Arms, not tentacles, just arms. Anyway, pinwheel. Uh, let's see, uh, pinwheel-shaped galaxies, globs of dwarf galaxies spinning around each other, forming into clusters, and the stars along the outer rims of galaxies, whipping around galactic centers at breakneck speeds, in defiance of what physics might predict. Uh, when astronomers first took all the measurements in the second half of the 20th century, many assumed their data must have been wrong, incomplete, or that their instruments were malfunctioning. But time after time, observation came back to the same data and the same conclusion. The mass of observable galaxies is woefully insufficient for gravity to hold everything together. The universe should be a random, violent splatter of stars given the physical forces involved, and yet there they are spinning neatly into pinwheels and clumping together like condensation on the tile after a hot shower. And, well, there you go. For all the delicious imagery, uh, well, there it is. Uh, the Milky Way shouldn't exist, and these smart folks know why. Ah, uh, human hubris. The good news is, well, I'm going to just fill in the actual real thing here, and clearly we don't have all the data. Because if we had all the data, we would be able to mathematically tell you why this is the case. But instead, uh, we'll say the Milky Way shouldn't exist. All right. So because we don't know why it does or how it does specifically, we have to say that uh, some other stuff is going down. And well, I don't know. You tell me. Don't don't. There you go. James has got it right. Don't uh, don't anger the octopus because we might get some time traveling octopi in our future. And that's less good than it was in the past. Uh, what's up, Jim? Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for showing up. Let's go uh, to the New York Post as we finish this up. This is yes. Let us see. Mm, okay. Now, now this is one of those ones, right? Where conspiracy theorists are like, no, no. I mean, you can't just have like an open webcam, right? Because like they're going to watch you take a crap and, you know, things like this. Well, that's why, you know, you have to have, right, high-tech mitigation features. And there we go. We'll cover that up so the, you know, these spying eyes can't find me. But uh, in the meantime, check this out. Urgent Google warning for millions of Android users. These symbols mean someone is watching. 
Someone's watching. Here you go. Google is warning millions of Android users when apps might be spying on them. The new feature alerts users when the microphone or camera has been activated. Ah, you hear that? Hear that? A new Android feature, yep, alerts users when the microphone or camera has been activated. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> it's, it's a very similar to a warning that already exists on Apple's rival iPhone. The Google feature was added to phones in the latest Android 12 update, so if you don't have that, you won't be able to see it. The new indicator appears in the top right corner of the screen. You'll see a camera or microphone icon when an app attempts to access either one. It prevents apps from surreptitiously listening in, trying to make me say big words, or even watching through your camera. You can also see a rolling log of which apps have access to your camera, a microphone, or location, and when. Remember when I said if they were actually serious about privacy, this is the type of shit they would have built in all along? It's like Facebook, right? They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Facebook, uh, you know, we care about your privacy, but, you know, we're not going to actually put any privacy settings in it so you can directly customize your privacy settings. We're just going to say we care about your privacy and leave that out entirely, right? And that's why the world is upside down. Now I'll remove my there you go, my high-tech uh, webcam blocker, <laughs> because you never know when somebody might be watching, right? And uh, yeah, so there we go. Uh, it is uh, also now possible to entirely deactivate your microphone and camera across the entire phone in your quick settings. It's, it's worth remembering that seeing an icon doesn't mean anything nefarious is going on. Oh, I see. All right. Anything nefarious going on. All right. That's fine. I guess that's fine. Uh, but if you notice your camera is being used by a strange app, it could mean you're being spied on. Cyber experts have uh, uncovered countless apps that have inappropriate access to the camera on Android phones. So make sure you're using Android 12, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. And clearly, right, this shit never happens. This is only tinfoil hat stuff, right? This never happens. P people aren't just like watching you through your webcams or your your smartphones or any of this, right? That's not really going on. That's tinfoil hat stuff. Except, well, except when they are, because they are. <laughs> so uh, don't forget to have a nice, there you go. There it is. Nice little, um, the, the old the old-fashioned way is the best way. Just cover it up with something. And uh, don't ever assume that you're not being watched, because that's the world we live in. And there you go. Uh, what's up, Often Frozen? Says, I, I use a dried drop of acrylic paint to cover my webcams. It keeps just the, just the right tackiness to hold there. There it is. And uh, yeah, lots, lots of options. I just use a nice, good old-fashioned washcloth and just slap it up there, and boom. You would never even know I was there in this really pretty background that's zipping through. But anyway, Anyway, uh, I guess that's what's up. That's the news today. And uh, as you know, we do this a couple couple times a week. We do it Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And we just hang out and talk about the news stories and talk about sort of the conspiracy that is the news because there's a lot to it. There's a lot to, again, just like I said, all of that stuff, right? Like there's so many contradictions in the things we're expected to believe, but they leave out critical details to the greater picture. And that's why we do this because it's pretty obvious 
is that there are some things that just don't make any damn sense. And, uh, well, or they say, ah, conspiracy theories. That, that shit doesn't go down. All the while, they're reporting, you know, uh, Jeffrey Epstein had, had to have sex three times a day on CNN, which, you know, like I said, get your clicks. But, well, what, what about the real stuff that sh- they should be reporting from that trial? So we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, uh, you guys know the drill. We're going to be doing Troubled Minds Radio in approximately three hours from now as we wind this show up. Uh, and then we've got, uh, I got some interesting stuff to talk about. I know what it's going to be, but I'm not going to say it. You got to show up to find out. No teasers, no spoilers. Uh, I'll see you at seven. So uh, that's what's going on today and tonight and all the rest of this. So you guys know the drill. If you, if you love this show, if you uh, enjoy the work I'm doing, if you enjoy the community, uh, a lot of great people that are helping out with the information, sending me articles. If you want to do that, join the Discord at TroubledMinds.org. Click the Discord link. Uh, just share some articles. If you got some new stuff that uh, you want to submit to be on the show, it, it always helps. I'll grab some from you guys. I'll grab some from me. And we'll uh, we'll throw them all up there and we'll make it a new show. Simple as that, right? And uh, the hats, uh, I promised Robert this weekend, but I had a technical issue. Uh, so I couldn't get them up. So I'm still working on it. But we will have uh, more new, better Troubled Minds merch on the way soon. So if you want to uh, support the show, that's one way to do it. Another way, of course, is to spread the word. Just let people know that a conversation is happening that uh, is continuing. It's the great conversation of the uh, of, of the, the 2020s, we'll call it. And um, that's that. So as we finish, let's play some outro music and uh, GTFO because, well, we got some troubled minds to get worked on and on the way and prepared for and all the rest of that. And uh, so as we finish, uh, if you've subbed up to the channel, if you, if you have subbed up to Rockfin, Twitch, Patreon, you guys know who you are. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I'm going to have some bonus content coming to that as well coming up soon. And uh, I'm already working on some things. And of course, uh, well, uh, hey, I'm not, I'm not, no spoilers, no spoilers, porn generals. We're going to talk about crazy stuff as we always do on Troubled Minds. But uh, if you, you like the show and you want to help out, but you don't want to spend any money, that's totally cool. Uh, just check out the uh, the podcast feed. You know, there's ads baked in. Uh, get a few cents every time you listen. So uh, that helps if you want to help that way. Just uh, put on a, an old show you haven't heard while you're doing the dishes or doing some chores around the house or something. And that helps as well. There are ways to uh, improve your, uh, your uh, troubled minds acumen and also, well... Uh, help the show so appreciate that so we'll be back in about three hours for troubled minds radio thanks again for hanging out thanks for listening thanks for being part of this uh thank you thank you thank you and we'll see you tonight 7 p.m pacific more troubled minds on the way see you then time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries 
bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.